Welcome, welcome, welcome to Embracing the Gray with Vic and Kels, where we are here to challenge the all or nothing thinking when it comes to all things food, body, and mindset. And today we've got a very special episode where we are going to be talking about weight loss and what no one tells you about weight loss. And I think it's really interesting as like, as you may know, in our Rediscover You free group coaching program, we kind of compare it to the iceberg, right? Oftentimes people are so focused on the tip of the iceberg. Just tell me how to eat and just tell me how to work out, right? But you and I both know that that is not all that we need. Oftentimes we know what we need to be doing in order to live a healthy lifestyle. The problem is we're not dealing with the underneath the surface stuff. We're not dealing with our emotions, with our belief systems, with the way that we think about ourselves, our conditioning, uh, it's our habits. We're not dealing with the way that we're identifying ourselves and how that impacts whether or not we actually follow through on that quote unquote meal plan or, or workout routine. And I think the other thing that I'd like us to, to notice is oftentimes people are so focused on the surface. They're focused on the outside, on how the body changes. And if anyone has been following Miss Victoria, she has definitely been having quite a lot of changes here recently um, when it comes to her appearance and to her body transformation. But today, I think we really do want to deep dive into what actually happened before the weight loss, before all of, um, you know, what people actually see. And so I'm excited to have this conversation. How are you, Miss Vic? I'm doing lovely. Um, Newsflash, we weren't actually going to be talking about this. And Kelsey and I were, we kind of do a little catch up before we start podcasting and um it goes to show that this is a very important topic because we're like, no, we need to talk about this. So yes, as some of you guys may know, or if you follow my Instagram or TikTok, um, I've been kind of documenting the last year of my life. Um, and what I have experienced as far as like feedback or compliments or comments or statements And obviously, like, these people aren't meaning it in a rude way. Like, I feel better that I, like, I'm not saying that I don't feel better. I'm not saying that I don't feel healthier. I'm not saying any of those things. But what there's, like, people are clinging to that because weight loss is flashy. And that's what, um, in our society, I would say, you know, I mean, think about how you grew up. The smaller that you are, the more people are going to talk to you. The nicer people are, the more guys, you know, people will give you more attention. People will treat you differently. And have I experienced that in the last year, especially in like probably the last six months? Yeah. And um, there is a side of me that's like, that makes me really sad. But there's also the side of me that's like, I'm so thankful that I'm here now because I do feel better. And I actually do feel healthier. And I like feel like I could live a very long healthy life as opposed to prior to where I was um and so I didn't start sharing those things I would say yeah until shortly honestly shortly after I met Kelsey was kind of when I was um a little bit more open about it and that looks like the start of that journey um 
And it's because weight loss was like the qualifier to that because that was when I started losing the weight. Mm-hmm. But now that I'm where I'm at now, I'm like, you know, I'm so thankful that people are noticing see, noticing these things, but I've been like hard at work, like with these things since like 2017. Mm-hmm. And Nobody knows that because I wasn't open about those struggles when I was going through them, but nobody was able to see that process. And I would say, sorry, 2018. Um, And so it's just been interesting. And like, I don't hold it again. Like, I don't, because I know that if you see somebody that's gone through a transformation and like, they are smiling and they do look like they feel better and they're glowing. Like, we don't want people to feel bad. Like, like. I'm thankful that people, you know, see this side of me that I I do feel great and all of those things. But I also, in when I do have like deep conversations, I'm like, I did, this was like, this is like the, the journey to the, the very top of the mountain. Like I've been like on this uphill climb for a very, very, very long time. Um, not like very long time, but like, this is like, and and it's only being noticed because it potentially does fit in that societal norm. Whereas like, a few years ago, I wasn't necessarily in that going in that box, if that makes sense. For sure. No, I mean, we, we had said it before, like, you had talked about like, you know, day one, we've we've said it many times on this podcast, like December 4th was the day that we met, it was my brother's birthday. And we had this big conversation. Um, But I still very clearly remember like talking to you that night, I'm like, you know, all this stuff, you've done years of study. You knew more than I did in certain like therapies. And I'm like, what wasn't clicking for you? And we had just said it before hitting record that actually December 4th is not day one. It's not day one. And, and I would, so like, I think, and, and so like to, to some people it might look like day one, like I, yes, I, I was like on that pursuit of, you know, getting healthier and then as a byproduct, yes, losing weight. But if I was to go back to like, I'm, so my freshman year, I had an incredible dietitian um, teacher. She was my dietetics teacher. And she, at the end of the, um, I think we've talked about it a little bit, but at the end of the class, she had told everybody like one of her like whys as to why she does this is because she used to have an eating disorder. And I was like dumbfounded. I was like, wait, what? Like, because I always looked up to her of like, she has such a healthy relationship with food. She has a great relationship with her body. Like how in the world, like there's no way. And so that was like a very eye-opening experience because she was able to talk about, you know, eating and like food rules and all of those things. And I'd never necessarily heard those things because, you know, I was just coming from like, I was on my own now, like, you know, making my own food or going to the cafeteria. Like it wasn't, you know, necessarily when I was little and with my family. Um, But she was like the first person that I was like, I don't know what it is. I don't know what you call it. I don't know what it is, but I was like, I have a problem with food Mm -hmm. and I don't know where to start. I've never been to therapy. I don't even know what you call the issues that I'm having. And she was like, one of my close friends is a eating disorder specialist and I think you need to go see her. And when I, that, that I would classify that as like my day one of recovery. Like that was when I started my pursuit and that was in uh, 2017. 
2017 or 2018. I'm trying, I think it was 2018 because it was, yeah, 2018. We're in 2023 now. Yeah. Um, but my day one, my starting point, I was not, I was, I was gaining weight. Like I, when I started talking about my food issues and my ideas around food, my behaviors around food, I'd never talked about those things. I was always kind of able to like keep it hush hush. And I always talk about it as like an onion. I felt like I was just like peeling a layer and peeling a layer and I didn't know how to process it. Um, And I was like, well, this isn't effective. I'm gaining weight. How are you helping me if I'm gaining weight? It did. I couldn't, it didn't make sense in my head of like, how am I getting better if I'm gaining weight? And it's because I was using that metric to determine if I was getting healthier or not. Oh, this is why, like, it's such a, Oh, I hate this. Like, this is why like weight loss is not the measurement of success. Yeah. And that that's the problem is so many, so many people want to use that as the only measurement. And that's why we talk about having uh, data as far as your habits and focusing on your behaviors. We talk about all the time, weight is not a behavior. And it's, it's, you have to recognize the other things that are are going well. And it, you just said something that really sparked something in me. And it's so true. Like if I think back to my recovery journey, it, it kind of goes back a little bit further in the sense there was a time I never labeled it as binge eating. I didn't know what binge eating was. I said it exactly like you just did. I have a problem with food. I don't know what it is, but I just, I have a problem with food. I don't know how to explain it. I can't control myself around it. Like I just, it's this thing. (laughs) And I just been hiding in it because I feel shameful and I feel alone and I feel weird. Yeah. Um, And I think, I mean, like, it's just, it's, it's just been very interesting to go through this I guess, experience, because what you think you see, whether it's on social media, whether you're at the gym, whether you are like at the grocery store, like you don't know where these people are. Mm -hmm. And, and there was a there, and I still like, there's times that I go to the gym and I've kind of talked about my, like when I went to get the body scan and she was like, Oh, the same experience of like, why are you asking me? Like if what I'm doing is like, because maybe in her mind, my body is bigger. And so she's not thinking that I'm working on it. But to me, it was a very offensive thing for her to ask that because I've been working so hard and I, I take a lot of time out of my days to like do the things that I need to do so that I can become the person I want to become like, but you don't necessarily know where people are at on their journey. And, you know, somebody could see, a six month ago version of me versus now. And it's like, now I have even more loose skin. And so it's like, do people look and they're like, Oh, like, yeah, she's lost a lot of weight or like, Oh, why does she have so much? And I just like think of these intern, these things internally. I don't know if people are actually like processing those things, but it's given me a different perspective because I'm thinking about these things. And I'm like, I look at people in the gym and I'm just like, I'm so grateful you're here. I don't know why the heck you're here or how long you've been here, but like cool that you're here. Um, because you don't know what people are struggling with. I was still weightlifting through my process in my recovery five, five years ago, but nobody, you know, could have like caught on that I was in that struggle. No one would have, you know, potentially like guessed that. 
Yep. Uh, and and it's weird that the time that we met, everything did just click. But it wasn't just like this immediate thing. It was like yeah. these years of, I mean, two of out of the three meals that I was eating for a while um, when I was in treatment, like I wasn't eating at home. Like I was sitting down with other people that struggled with food and we were all eating together because the thought of eating alone was so distressing. Mm-hmm. The thought of like eating things that were on my like no food list that I would like never touch or that I would my binge foods. Mm-hmm. Like you don't think that that's part of this story and this this you could say outcome that I am now, but it was. Like I I mean there were times when there would be foods that were plated for us and I was in tears. Like why in the world would you make me eat this right now? Like, that's so distressing. And at the time I was just like, this sucks. Like, this is just part of, it is what it is. Like this day just sucks. But I didn't realize that those were key factors in this whole process. Absolutely. And I I think just, I really want to make sure we address this idea. Like, and I remember you've had this back and forth for a little bit. How many times have we heard I'm just going to lose the weight and then I'll deal with my relationship with food Yeah, no, all the time. Like, and that's the stupid, like Octavia, that's any, like any extreme diet that you're looking at you're, where you're just like, I'm just going to lose the weight first and then I'll deal with my habits and all the things. No, I'm sorry. Like, like tell me a time that that's worked. Like, I would love to know if that has worked first, like truthfully, why that is like the ultimate form of self-sabotaging yourself. Like think of. Think about the type of person you would become if you were to have balance in your in on your plate and have balance with exercise and have balance with yourself. I would much rather, and it's because I've done this process and I'm still on this journey, I would much rather do the hard work and confront the hard things and have the hard conversations and cry through the bullshit than be the type of person that, I mean, think about these outcomes. We think about identity versus outcome and saying, oh, I'm just going to do, you know, I'm just going to like get this weight off and then I'm going to, you know, I'm really going to work on it. Like what type of person is that? What type of person does that versus the type of person that's actually willing to have those conversations and to actually do the work? Who would you want to become? Who would you want to be friends with? I wouldn't want to be friends with somebody that takes the shortcuts. And frankly, it's not a shortcut. No, it's not. And it's going to like, it's going to backfire huge. It always does. Like whenever you're just like, I'm just going to lose the weight as quickly as possible. And then I'll deal with all my stuff. Like, no, you're not. What you're going to do is like, you're going to actually end up like hurting your metabolism. You're going to end up hurting yourself even more, losing more trust, having more unsustainable habits. It's going to be this pendulum swing so hard. Like, it just, how many times do you have to repeat that cycle until you finally realize I have to deal with the underneath the surface stuff? And how do you deal with the underneath the surface stuff? You have to put weight loss on the shelf. I say it time and time again, and I know people get super frustrated with it, but you have to put your aesthetics and you have to put weight loss on the shelf. I'm not still, I'm not saying that it can't still be a goal. I'm not saying that it can't still be something that you want. I know the society we freaking live in. I get it. But if it is your primary goal, you will lose. Like you will, you, you will not get to where you want to be. I promise you, like it, it will continue. And think about how, if that's your goal, or I'll just use like the example of 
Um, so I, I choose to, and there was a, there were, I would say, so 2018, 2019, 2020. So I would say four of the, like six of this process, I was not weighing myself, mm-hmm. but now I'm to a place where I like to see the data. I like to see trends. I also like, so anyways, this morning, you know, my my weight was different than it was before I left for um for travel and old me would self-sabotage, not have breakfast, mm-hmm. not you know, not have coffee with creamer in it and whipped cream because that's like my favorite thing in the morning is having my coffee with whipped cream and okay. creamer. Um you know, old me would have had the sugar-free creamer because God forbid you get the Chobani sweet cream creamer. That's actually good. <laughs> um, but you would see a number on a scale or you would think of, you know, weight loss. And if it wasn't weight loss for that day, all of your actions are going to be that of somebody that doesn't actually want to lose weight. Mm-hmm. Like you're not going to go to the gym, screw it. Let's, you know, you try to not eat in the morning and then you end up binging in the afternoon. And it's like, well, and there's two camps, right? There's two camps of after binging, like I'm going to go over exercise and do the overcompensation versus I'm just, you know, F it, whatever. I'm just not going to go to the gym. And that was the camp I was in. I was not on the the compensatory side um, in that respect. Um, but if you're going to base everything based on a number on a scale and whether or not it's moving down or not, like your actions are going to reflect that. And then your life is going to follow like, and it's not going to be something that you want. It's not, it's, it's not going to be something that's desirable. And so my example of this morning, right. I, I know the factors, right. I've been traveling. I didn't have as much water as I was, you know, I intended to yesterday. Um, I was also in Texas. They have like some crazy good food, like just different than, you know, my normal. Um, but And it's, I mean, I'm very much so like, this is very second nature to me, but to break it down, it's like, am I the type of person that is going to self-sabotage and be focused on an outcome? Or am I the type of person that is going to go, you know, for a walk or choose to go to the gym because I know it makes me feel like a million bucks afterwards. Like you get to decide what you're going to do with the information that whether it's social media, whether it's a number on a scale, whether it's your journey, like you get to decide what that is. And it's great because we have the ability and like the power to to augment and change those things. But I don't think we understand sometimes that we do have that like within us. Oh my gosh. Like I love this so much. Again, just reiterating the identity piece to it. And this is something we talked about in our group coaching call this week, actually, I, we have an incredible client, Becca, who's just been on this journey. It'll be coming up. I think she's almost like 10 months into the journey now. And, and I call it a journey and you call it a journey for a reason. And so it's been like 10 months and her weight has stayed steady, right? Through this whole process. But she first and foremost had to heal her relationship with food. Like she said that she's like, I had to heal my relationship with food. Then I had to like heal my relationship with my body and just kind of accepting and loving and buying clothes that made me feel comfortable and confident in my body that I have right now. And then she was talking about like eventually after months of being able to heal her relationship with the scale, 
being able to step on a scale and literally just see it as data and not have it be, you know, impact whether like how she felt about herself, whether it was a good day or a bad day um, or impact how she ate or the actions that she did afterwards. But it took months to get to that point. And it, she's still on this journey and that's okay. And yeah. just recognizing like it takes time. And if you were to just start like right away, like hopping on the scale right away, like that, it's, it's not going to work because now you're still so focused on the outcome. You're not going internal. You're not and listening there's, there's to those a time people. and a place. I mean, she did, she was not weighing herself for most of this last year. Like this exactly. is a recent, like there is a time and a place for those things. And and how incredible like that she was able to maintain and be like find her body's homeostasis because when I started this journey years and years ago like I was so distressed and and I think and I go I think this just goes to speak about like the community and the support in the program because I was just one-on-one with the therapist Mm -hmm. and I didn't have anyone else to process off of And I didn't have anyone to bounce these ideas off of and these new concepts that like the program goes through. But that I think is like that differentiator is that she was able to maintain and stay at that homeostasis. And honestly, it was, it's a year of her body learning that, Hey, I can trust you. Like, I know you're going to feed me. I know you're going to water me. I know that I'm going to get sleep. Like it's a process. Mm -hmm. And I think that that is like, that's more of a win to me than losing any amount of weight, honestly, because I gained so much weight in the process of like starting to unpack these things, but I didn't have that built-in support initially speaking. Which is huge. And I like, and I appreciate you saying that because that is something like, again, I don't have a weight loss. I don't necessarily have a weight loss journey that hasn't, my journey has been so much more internal. Um, and and it's just interesting because I remember when you and I first met and decided to make this podcast together, both you and I were so self-conscious from different reasons, right? Like I felt like, who am I to talk about this stuff? I've never had a weight loss journey, right? Like I, I felt like a complete hypocrite, or not hypocrite, I wasn't a hypocrite, but I just, I, I just felt like an imposter. Like I felt like, who am I to talk about this stuff? I've always been in a smaller body, like who's going to take me seriously? And then I know on the flip side, you had the opposite fear of just like, who am I to talk about this in my body now? I'm so thankful we did. Like, I I mean, at that point, I wasn't where I am today. And I didn't know that people would be listening and would be receptive at the state that my body was in when we started this. And when we were started talking, like, I just was like, who am I? Like, how long do I have to have this figured out until my voice is worthy in this space, essentially? Yeah. It's so true. It's so true. It's crazy. Well, and I just want to really quick, like, and I, I know we started at the beginning and kind of saying this, but like, guys, please be conscious if you are complimenting weight loss. Just be conscious of it. I know Victoria's in this, like she's in a completely different headspace because she has laid down the foundation. She has the habits. She has the data. She literally has all of the habit trackers, all of the things to prove to herself that this is the type of person that she is. And there isn't any any doubt that she would gain the weight again. It's impossible. You know what I mean? Because she's laid this foundation. 
But for someone who hasn't done that work, hasn't done the underneath the surface internal work, if people are, oh, trigger. And like, you're, you're again, almost putting it into the sense of just like, you are more valuable now because you are this in this smaller body. And it can really be in this point of just like, of like, well, well, what did you think of me then? Where were you then? And, and what would happen if I were to gain the weight? Would, would I no longer be lovable? Would I no longer be worthy? Like be conscious of complimenting someone for weight loss. Yeah. And, and even, you know, the, the comments that I would say are the, like people that just say like, you're glowing. Like, I love to see the, like yeah. your glow, the way that you are smiling now. Like I would much rather hear that than Oh my gosh, you you're a completely different. You look like a completely different person. Be, because on it, like honestly, if I am like wearing, you know, leggings and a tank top, like I still have the loose skin on me. Like I that I am still carrying that part of me, that like mm-hmm. version of me. And so a sense of it is like, well, now that's offensive to people. Like so, you know, my bigger body was offensive and I'm honestly at this place where like I could give a flying F if you are offended by loose skin or like, oh my gosh, I can't believe there's that. Like, I don't care. How amazing um, is that? Yeah. I mean, like if somebody's offended, like, so we're going to Mexico and to Cabo soon and like, I'm going to, I have to go s- swimsuit shopping because I, none of my swimsuits fit from last year and I'm super excited and fun. Like, it's going to be great, but like, I'm not just going to like wear a one piece because I don't want people to see my loose skin. Like, holy yeah. crap, worked my butt off and like, I'm going to, you know, flaunt what I got. Right. But there are some people that have made comments that I'm just like, man, like, what did you think of me then? Because I know what I thought of me then. Yeah. I can't imagine, you know, what you were thinking or like, I don't know. It's such a like dicey thing because I do feel better. I do feel like the comp, the confidence isn't from the way that I look. It's from the undeniable evidence that I've cultivated. That's what we talked about in last week's episode. God, I just want that to be reiterated again and again and again. Like confidence does not come from the outside. It does not, because I have been this person that I was at the tiniest I'd ever been. It was still never enough. It was never enough. I was never, I didn't have a flat enough stomach. My arms were never toned enough. It was, and that was almost like, 15, 20 pounds ago. And it was still, I hated my body. And now I'm at this point, I'm like, I freaking love my body. I love where I'm at. Like, and it's, I'm, I've never felt more comfortable or confident in my skin or to be intimate with someone and just be like, this is me. And I love it. You know, like, and, and, and to know, like, I have had conversations with people that are 50 years older than me mm-hmm. and their biggest regret is not taking care of their mind and fixing the hard things like and so not that everybody has to have that conversation because you know I met I've met multiple women that are decades and decades older than me in treatment and I'm thankful that I had that experience but know that there have been people that there are people that are older than you that their biggest regret is to them not healing those things earlier and how much fuller of a life they they wish that they would have had had yeah. they just not focused on weight loss, not focused on the way that their body looks, but how they feel, how 
food can make you feel versus like it determining every aspect of your life. And so if that is something that you want to work towards, like don't be one of those people. Like don't, don't make that your experience so that you have to teach that to somebody that's younger than you. Yeah. Seriously. Don't miss out on your life. I'm so sick of people just waiting until like, I'm not allowed, like we've, we've had clients who are, are going, like went on vacations this last couple months to like Hawaii and Aruba and it's beautiful. And they're just like, don't, don't miss out on your life and not have fun because you feel like you don't deserve to because of the way that your body looks right now. Like how sad, like, and it's, it's internal because if you focus on the outside, if you focus on the outcome, it will never be enough. Like you will never be able to see it. It is an inside out job. And I'm, that may be frustrating for you to hear your body may not change at all, but guess what? You could still genuinely feel confident and comfortable in your own skin and have an amazing life experience. Like, and I, I remember like whenever you, and I knew you were so excited when you were having weight loss along the way, like you were sharing your, your uh, scans with me about like your fat loss and your weight loss. And you were sharing progress photos with me. Notice I said progress, not before and after, because she's not dead. <laughs> she is continuing to make progress. Um, but I would, I was very conscious of the way that I would respond always. I was always very conscious. And I would say, I am so proud of you for continuing to show up for yourself. I am so proud of you for continuing to do the hard things, for continuing to eat consistently, for continuing to walk. I would compliment the behaviors rather than just a, a number and and for the type of person that you were becoming. I'm so proud of the person that you are becoming and all of the actions that you are taking. And I just encourage people like see that, see that in other people and see that in yourself. Well, we hope that there was some insightful things. And I think like the biggest takeaway is just that when you, whether you started listening to this podcast because, you know, somebody sent it to you or one of us sent it to you, like, and this was the first time you were like hearing those things. And like, that can be your start. That can be the start of your journey. And it doesn't have to be that you're losing weight or that you're gaining weight. It could be that you simply are maintaining. And we hope that as we're like, I mean, we are still, we process these things all the time with each other. Um, just that you guys get little small insights, little nuggets of wisdom. Um, and also just a takeaway. If you are seeing people losing weight or gaining weight, there is a lot of other things that have gone on before just that moment that you have seen that you're seeing them. So Exactly. Don't judge a book by its cover. You have no idea what's going on underneath the surface. And speaking of underneath the surface, if you know that you are ready to finally work from the inside out and to finally like find sustainable habits and to really change the way that you identify yourself so that your outside whether that be through, you know, weight loss, or that be just having more confidence and having a better relationship, or maybe it's, you know, having more confidence to speak up and and have career opportunities or whatever else. But it all comes by shifting the way that you identify yourself and your belief systems and uh, being able to cope with uncomfortable emotions and 
just rewiring your brain. So if you'd like to learn more about that, that's exactly what we do in the Rediscover You Free program, along with give you a support system of like-minded women who understand the struggle and will help encourage you and hold you accountable. So if you'd like to learn more, book a free strategy call with me and we can see if it's a good fit. And uh, yeah. Our book recommendations and lovely things in the notes section. Yeah. Gotta love books. I love books. Gotta love books. (laughs) All right. Talk to you guys later. Have a good week. Bye guys.